Hello, and welcome to the Big Question Podcast with your host, Mr. Jason Knapp. Well, today's big question deals with what was the relationship between the Nationalist Party in China and this new Communist Party in China? Well, the last time that we talked about China, the Qing Dynasty had fallen, and Sun Yat-sen, as we had mentioned before, had brought on this, this revolutionary movement in China. However, there seems to be a power struggle here. Well, let's, let's remember, in the 1920s, Chinese communism now is starting to rear its, its head. Really what we could call it is revolutionary Marxism. And it has a really big impact in China here in the 1920s. But the Nationalist Party that, that should we say, overthrew the Qing Dynasty and their founder Sun Yat-sen seems to be the party in charge. But in 1921, as I had mentioned, you, you have this group of young radicals including several faculty and staff members from the Beijing University. They founded the Chinese Communist Party, or what we often use as the initials, the CCP, the Communist Party of China, really in the commercial and industrial city of Shanghai. Well, this Chinese Communist Party has a young semi-intellectual revolutionary by the name of Mao Zedong. However, um, we should also make a connection here that these common turn agents, which, as we had mentioned earlier, the common turn is this international communist organization set up by the Soviet Union, and these Comintern agents soon advised the new party, the new Communist Party of China, that they probably should join with the more experienced Nationalist Party. Well, this Nationalist Communist Alliance, in other words, our big question today was this relationship between these two. Sun Yat-sen, it seems, welcomes the cooperation with the Communist Party. And does he see it as he kind of needs the expertise and the know-how, the, the diplomatic support also of the Soviet Union um, that maybe they could provide to get control of China? Because really that's the issue. You know, China just isn't completely under control. So the nationalists and the communists come together in an alliance so this Nationalist Communist Alliance, 1923, uh, the alliance is formed to oppose, as I said, th these warlords that seem to be causing a lot of problems in China. And you know the idea was that the, the Nationalist Communist Alliance could drive the imperialist powers also out of China. Okay, so not only you know are warlords in, in the countryside a problem. In China, but you also still have the imperial powers that still are in China. 
Well, what we've got now is kind of this, this battle for control of China. So the Northern Expedition is put together, which began in 1926. And here the revolutionary forces had taken control of all of China, south of the Yangtze River, including major river ports in Wuhan and Shanghai. And what we've got are some tensions, okay? So in the midst of all of this, Sun Yat-sen dies, you know, the death of Sun Yat-sen in 1925. So we have then uh, a leadership change in the Nationalist Party, which goes to the general Chiang Kai-shek of the Nationalist Party military. So he succeeds Sun Yat-sen as the head of the Nationalist Party. Now, Chiang Kai-shek, I think, is important here because I think his views of this nationalist-communist alliance just isn't going to work. And Chiang Kai-shek now has ordered the massacre now of their communist partners, which we'll eventually call the Shanghai Massacre. And as Shanghai, uh, as Chiang Kai-shek once said, the communists are a disease of the heart and Chiang Kai-shek and his forces will attack the communists in Shanghai, killing thousands, as we call it, the Shanghai Massacre. So now the alliance obviously is divided, it is split, and it looks to me like the communists are on the run. So what we've got now are many of the communists that just go into hiding you know, they're hiding away from Chiang Kai-shek's nationalist forces. And as the communist leaders went into hiding uh, in many of the cities, uh, they tried to, to revive the communist movement in its traditional urban base, kind of among the working class. But I think what's also interesting here is that communists might also feel that they might have to go to the countryside not only to get away from the nationalists and Chiang Kai-shek, but also maybe to recruit many of the peasants into the Communist Party. And this is where I think Mao Zedong will come into play as they are running from the, the Nationalist Party. So let's leave it there. But you know, the big question today was this, you know, why this alliance between the communists and the nationalists? Well, uh, of course, it was to get control of China, but it seemed once that the nationalists had gotten control of China, now they have turned on the communists. Okay, so what we've got now, I think, on the horizon is a civil war between the Nationalist Party in China and the Communist Party in China. Well, until next time, this has been the Big Question Podcast. Thank you for listening.